Welcome back to the Crossover Podcast, where we get comics, pop culture, and sports. And it is sports time, as we are back talking week 16. We're almost at the end, you guys, uh, of the National Football League. I'm your host, as always, Matt Pierce. Joining me today, uh, Bill Needles. How are you, Bill? Absolutely fantastic. Thank you, sir. All right. Good to have you back in. As always, rounding out our trifecta is Craig Needles. How are you, Craig? Doing great. All right. Good to have you back. Um, so, some stuff to discuss this week. Uh, there's some good, uh, good. There's a few good games. Some some games that actually have some implications on the line. And uh, uh, while discussing uh, these things, we will get to not one but two uh, great moments in gambling history that occurred in in week 15. Some of us got clipped by one. Uh, I'm sure we'll discuss that when we get to it. But uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Or we can just get into it right now. Uh, did either of you guys have Washington? Because I, I, I had a lot of money on Washington, and I, got, I did not. I got clipped. I got clipped, you guys. You know, it happens when you gamble as much as we do. I'm surprised it doesn't happen every week, quite frankly. But, uh, <laughs> but, but like, Mike, you um, know, that was, a, that was a tough one. That was a well, tough let's one. just yeah. explain it for those who yeah. – so um, Washington was up by three. No, or four, four rather. Yeah, yeah this, they're up five. And not only four, that, but like, not and only you that, but, had, yeah, I had, I had plus four and a half. Yeah, but uh, n- not only did it have like plus four and a half, Craig, but um, like the line actually ro- like we we took it at plus four and a half, but the line actually rose in in some places to five, six, and even as high as seven. Um, so if you're one, it doesn't gamblers, really matter which one you had, does yeah, it? Yeah, <laughs> exactly, right. So, yeah. but but if you're one so, of those gamblers who I didn't do this, but like you know, other gamblers do this because if you like it at the four and a half, why the hell wouldn't you double up on it at the seven, right? So, yeah. yeah so there were a lot of sharps that had had the four, they had the five, they had the six, and they had the seven, and <laughs> none of them came through. Oh boy. Because yeah. the Philadelphia team, uh, the Eagles, scored a touchdown with less than a minute to go. Washington gets the ball back, tries to score, and on the last play of the game, Haskins fumbles it, and the Eagles take it back for a touchdown. Yeah, that is one of the worst game. Like I cannot imagine a worse beat than that. You are you have four points, and your team is up by four. You have four and a half points, rather. Your team is up by four. The only way you lose with 30 seconds to go is if the team that I'm against scores twice, and then they score twice in 30 seconds. Like, unbelievable. Unbelievable. It was so bad. And then, of course, like the Atlanta game. Um there were five seconds left. The, the Atlanta game was the other one that had the, the, the great moments in gambling history. Think about this. Five seconds Not quite left. as bad as this one, but still bad. Oh, I th- well, if you had the under, it was it was worse, I thought. With five seconds left, uh, the game was uh, 17-22. What does that happen to? Uh, you're probably right. Yeah, this was worse. 39. <laughs> Adds up to 39, right, if you had the under. And... Uh, the over/under for that was 46 and a half. So there had to somehow be seven and a half points in the last five seconds of of the football game, and by God, there were 12, right? And and not only that, <laughs> but you but you got the thing of of 
dodge the two-point conversion. You're like, whoo, thank yeah. God. Right, and then like, it was so I, – I was texting you as it was happening. I was like, oh, my God. Like, like, like just football-wise, because if the Falcons score the touchdown, and that was a touchdown by Julio Jones, there was no sorts of shenanigans there. He got it, and the ball was over the plane. Touchdown. They go yep. up six, but there's, there's literally one second left on the clock. So you think to yourself, oh, they got to go for two just in case some freaky stuff happens. No, wait a minute. Yep. You don't go for two because uh, uh, the patented Bill Simmons taint the, the, is in the, play, the, right? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. And and you, if you're thinking about the odds there, the odds of the a blocked extra point or or a, an intercepted or fumble six two point conversion mm-hmm. are higher than the 49ers getting three points at the end of that game. Yeah. So they did the right thing. They're like, we're up by one. Let's just kneel this bad boy out. And they did it. So you're thinking, okay, I'm good if I've got the under. Mm-hmm. But then... Yeah, then San Francisco <laughs> tries to dump. Like, let's <laughs> lateral it a bunch of times. And uh, lateral the kickoff all over the place. And oh, wait, it's in our own end zone. And oh, wait, Atlanta has a touchdown. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So bad. So good. Why do we gamble, you guys? Why do we gamble? <laughs> just, oh man. No, I, I did not have the under or uh, or Washington yesterday uh, on Sunday, rather. So I feel good about that. But mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I my one of those was last year when the Giants um, to cover a spread. It was against Atlanta Monday Night Football. Oh, I remember that and game. They got- yeah. Back, they got involved, and I, it was on a it was on a three team parlay or four team parlay rather. I already hit the first three. They get the ball back, and they they basically had like you know like thirty five seconds. They are down by four, uh, down by however many it was. It was multiple scores. Mm-hmm. They score and get the two point conversion, and you're just like, why do I do this? Because that covered the spread for the Giants and I, the Falcons, to cover it. Just uh, yeah. anyway. That one wasn't as bad as either of the two we just discussed. Yeah. Did you see what happened to Darren Ravel? No. Uh, well, Ravel's if it's been... bad, I'm going to be happy. Please continue. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, it is. Like, Ravel, well, it, it, but it's 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 bad in that, like, you know, comedic sort of way. Ravel's been doing this thing for the Action Network called Fade, uh, like Fade Ravel, where every week they pick one game, uh, Ravel picks one side, and then the public is allowed to basically bet against Darren Ravel with kind of boosted odds. And, uh... The game he picked this week, uh, he picked Washington in the Philadelphia game. And the way the thing that they do is, if Ravel loses, uh, he gets to, he has to do some sort of prank, right? And uh, the thing he had to do this week was, um, there's some sort of uh, like ultra spicy Thai dish that he had to complete. It's like the hottest dish in New York. Um, it was like 2.2 million Scoville units. It's one of those uh, things where when the chef is making it, they have to wear a gas mask because the steam and the oil and the heat from it is is too much for the for the face. So that you know, like, and he had to finish the whole Jesus. damn thing, and it, it was painful. Like that is like when we were in Pittsburgh. You remember Craig uh, at that one bar that had the the hot wings where I won the T-shirt. Yeah, those ones were like six hundred thousand. Uh, Scoville units uh, and you remember how I acted after that <laughs> was over and the ones Dar- the, the, this bowl of pasta that Darren Ravel ate was 2.2 million so I don't even these are things that were like as a guy who cooks a lot I'm like what is the point of this right like you can't you can't taste anything it's literally just designed to destroy your colon uh, like, yeah I, I feel like this is, it is more of a weapon than it is exactly food. Right? Like, it's like, oh man but I don't know it was, but it was funny that like like Ravel had to ingest this thing and likely just take years off the back end of his life because so, de- because Dwayne Haskins was like, I'm going to try something. And it was like, no, <laughs> Dwayne. Right? Like, so bad. 
Oh, God, hilarious. But without further ado, gentlemen, let us discuss Week 16. No Thursday night matchups. We're done with Thursday night for this uh, for the rest of this year. But we do have a full slate of Saturday games. This is always fun when they do this. Um, first up, bit of an intriguing matchup. The Houston Texans face the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Texans getting three on the road. This one had a little bit of an interesting start. Because as I've mentioned in previous cases, the um, the Sharps have been on the Bucks for the last like month and a half. There's three teams that, the, that, that they've been on the side of. The Bucks is one of them. This line opened up at uh, Texans minus one and a half, and the Sharps hammered the minus one and a half. They hammered the minus two and a half, and now it's at three, and they've kind of cooled off. But when it opened up at Texans minus one and a half, so the the the, the Sharps are off the Bucks. Now that might have to do with some uh, something to do with the fact that Mike Evans and Char and and Godwin are not likely to be part of this game. Um, and that those guys most likely contributed to the the, the recent hot streak of Jameis Winston. Um, but the Texans was something to play for, trying to win their division after a big win last week against Tennessee. Uh, they're on the road getting three. The adages would tell us to take the Buccaneers here. How do you feel about this one, Bill, with the Texans giving three on the road? Yeah, I think in order for Tampa Bay to be Tampa Bay, they like Winston's at, what, 450 yards two games in a row? Yes. Um, do I think he can do that without Goblin or Evans? The answer is no. Um, I think i got to go with Houston here. The only way Tampa Bay can win this game is by completely airing it out, which Houston has been susceptible to. Yeah, um, they've, they've had some problems with that. Guys. I just don't see it happening. So I, I think I take Texans here. they got a little more to fight for, I think, too. How do you feel on this one, Craig? I kind of like the over on 50. I just don't think anyone's stopping anyone in this game, but Houston scores more. That's a good call. Um, the Jameis Winston 30-for-30 drive. We're halfway there. He's got the 30 touchdowns, 24 interceptions, two games left. Can can we get six picks from Jameis Winston in these final two games? I am I am cautiously optimistic that that we can get there, but we, we're, we're going to need a three or four a three or four interception game, I, th- I think, from from Winston here. So hopefully, uh, hopefully the Texans make it happen for us. I, I just, I really need this in my life. I, I, come on, that'd be so great if we had a quarterback through thirty touchdowns and thirty interceptions. He's probably the best terrible quarterback there is. I think, yeah, that's a great way of putting it, Bill. It's it's, it's truly a great way of putting it. Um, four thirty game on Saturday. A bit. Uh, uh, I can't believe this one has this much juice, if I'm being honest. The Buffalo Bills are heading to New England to take on the New England Panopticons. And (laughs) that's right. They're always watching us, guys. Uh, (laughs) uh, Patriots are giving six and a half. Um, The the, the Sharps haven't weighed in on this game yet. I think they're waiting to get seven. Um. I think if you check in on this game, and I agree with them, I think if you check in on this game Friday or Saturday, you might be able to find seven. And then I think you should jump all over the bills. Um, last week, we talked about uh, a historic uh, under with the 36.5 in uh, Steelers' bills that went on, that like hit under. We I'd, I'd never seen below 37 before in my life. There it was, and it still hit under with 10 points to spare in that game. The over-under for this game is 38, and I got to tell you, I, I think the under is the play in this game. What do you think, Craig? I 
think that it would be 37 again if it wasn't Tom Brady playing quarterback. It was just like some random team, not New England, with the same numbers. We're talking about defenses in DVOA, one and four, going up against offenses 14 and 22. Uh, I just... I, I just don't think there's going to be a lot of points to be had in this game. The idea of Buffalo winning this game is crazy. I just I do not think they will. I think the Patriots are going to win this game. Uh, Bills getting six and a half on the road in New England. The biggest pay, I, biggest Buffalo Bills game, and I'm including this over the one playoff game they had against uh, Jacksonville. Jacksonville. I think this is the biggest Bills game since uh, since the Music City Miracle in 1999. I'm going to say uh, maybe I'm crazy. Uh, yeah. Well, here's here the here's the the reason I don't say that is um, if the Bills weren't going to be in control of their own destiny if they won this game for winning the division, I would agree with you. They still need the Patriots to lose at home to the Dolphins next week, mm-hmm. just based on the tie-breaking situation. So if that, that's what I'm saying, like Buffalo's odds of moving up in seeding are are so low. That I have a hard time calling this the biggest game, but it like it's it, it's it's big. It's and it's it's going to be fun. Listen to this scenario. If if, if things go uh, a certain way here, um, if Buffalo wins this week and wins next week, I know that this is getting complicated. And the Dolphins beat the Patriots next week, which has happened could before. I, which has happened before. If that happens. I know I'm. I know, I know things are getting complicated here, but just bear with me. Mm-hmm. And Kansas City loses to the Chargers next week. Again, the Buffalo Bills will have a bye in the first round of the AC playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> it's the dream scenario. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, it's a lot. It's a lot. But the Buffalo Bills will have a bye in the first round of the AC playoffs. I don't think that's what's going to occur. Uh, the other thing that I would love to see is if Buffalo is able to win the division. Uh, this would require a Houston uh, uh, Houston winning out and a bunch of other stuff. But Patriots at Bills week one of the playoffs. Mm. Like, imagine the parking lot in Orchard Park, New York, if that happens. Just imagine what that would be like. Bills Mafia, baby. <laughs> like, someone would be killed. Yeah. Not like via like oh i'm gonna be violent towards you like no. someone will be killed via hey i'm going to try to jump off this onto this while that is on fire somebody would yeah. be killed yeah somebody was is gonna try to like moonsault off the back of their truck and, yeah and yeah crack their neck right? you know what <laughs> uh, let's just let's just like for the sake of the lives of the people of western new york let's just hope the, the bills lose this weekend <laughs> <laughs> it's a good if the bills lose this weekend there is a uh, a young girl or a young boy who will be growing up with a father yeah. whereas if the bills win this weekend maybe they don't yeah <laughs> or an alternative alternative way to think about it is if the bills it, it ends up going their way maybe that person won't procreate going forward right like yeah. well no we need, we need another generation of bills fans like i want my children to be entertained by bills fans hurting themselves in the parking lot <laughs> so we want that to stop yeah hurting is fine it's the death i'm against <laughs> well that's fair uh bill before I get yes. your opinion on this game, Patriots minus six and a half at home, I mm-hmm. will just say state that the Buffalo Bills this year against the spread on the road, 6-0-1. Oof. Yeah. Uh, Patriots given six and a half. What do you think? 
Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd love to get that seven, but no, I'm, I'm still taking the Bills at, at six and a half. Like Craig said, there's not going to be a hell of a lot of points to go around here. So if you get six of them on your side, I mean, you're in pretty good shape. Do I do I think New England wins? Absolutely. But I think they're going to win by four or five at the end of the game, and there's not going to be many points between. So take the points. This is going to be a really nice game on a Saturday afternoon. I'm looking I forward to so. it. Like, it might be ugly. Like, it might, it might be yeah. like 16-10. But it'll, like it'll be entertaining ugly. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Like, oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Depends how much you like punts, really. Uh, yeah. Uh, Which here's, here's, a, here's an interesting theory. Uh, I think that's pretty clear that Stefan Gilmore is going to win Defensive Player of the Year now. I, this, I, I was going to bring that up, and I'm glad you did, and I, I think that is 100% the case. I don't, I don't. Is the guy who's that. going to finish second playing for Buffalo? Damn. I think, like, right. could Tredavious and White not be second now? Yeah, I think you might be right. Yeah, I, that's that's a very good point by you. I think you might be right. Now, if I'm Stefan Gilmore, I don't make two picks and then immediately say, oh, man, I knew exactly what they were running at all points. Uh, I might have I might have cleaned up the language a little bit there, just uh, you know, in, in light of some some recent. Hey, Stefan, how did you know that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. In in light of some recent uh, 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 misgivings, uh, man, I don't like. After that whole Jay Glazer thing, like, what do you do if if you're the Patriots? Uh, I I think it was Sid Sixero, one of the forefathers of this podcast, predicted that based on the fact that they were just blatantly cheating, <laughs> like based on that exchange we had in the, in the security footage we saw, uh, I think you got to ramp up the punishment. And it was like one, 1.1 million in fines and two first round picks this year, this time. I, I yeah, think maybe, maybe, or maybe know. just like the first four games of next season, the other team just gets to pick a guy who's suspended. I don't know. Yeah. I, <laughs> like right before kickoff, they can be like, okay, it's Stefan Gilmore. Okay, it's Tom Brady. Know. Yeah. This <laughs> is so institution. Like this, this cheating that they have is so institutionally run. Can you make a case for if 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 now they won't? But if the NFL was like, okay, we're putting a fucking stop to this, just like we did with uh, um, bounty, bounty, like the the yeah. the bounties, did they just go Bill Bill Belichick suspended for a year? Yeah, you're out of here for a year, and you're not allowed to be. And now he would sneak his way into the facility so he could help them cheat. It would only bolster his his cheating ways, I think. But like. I don't know. If they, I, hey, I, why I, is there a guy dressed as a stormtrooper on the Patriots' side? <laughs> exactly, right? That's our new mask. Uh, could be anyone. Why is he got a clipboard? Yeah. <laughs> right? Why is that stormtrooper wearing a hoodie? <laughs> and, a, and, a, and a headset. What's up? Huh. <laughs> yeah. huh. Oh, man. The Scooby-Doo gang comes down there. Now let's see who you really are. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Bill Belichick. Oh, mercy. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think they'll do that. I think that it would have, like... But that video is just sounds so bad. Like yeah. someone, I saw someone Andrew Mason writes about the Denver Broncos on Twitter. He tweeted so uh, that's essentially the the equivalent of like the police finding out that you like stole like all of someone's stuff. Them coming to your house and be like, "We heard you stole someone's stuff," and then you saying, "All right, I'm going to give it all back. We can forget this ever happened, right?" Like that's yeah. not how this works. No, yeah, <laughs> like, no, you are actually going to give it all back. Plus, we're going to be mad about the fact that it happened. Like it's going to be yeah. both. That's literally the thing that every shoplifter ever that has gotten caught yeah. is immediately said is I'll pay for it, right? Like yeah. 
Like, <laughs> that's, that's not, like, what, we're, that's like, not what, what we're going for here. Exactly. Actually. What the fuck are we talking about here? God damn it. They are they are truly, truly the New England Panopticons, I swear to God. Uh, anyway, moving on. Uh, last game of the uh, Saturday slate. Kind of a, well, eh, maybe not as fun as it, uh, they were initially hoping, I think. Uh, the Rams are heading to San Francisco to take on the Niners. The Niners, who, as we mentioned, inexplicably blew one against the uh, Falcons, although I had the Falcons. Uh, and that, you know, helped soothe the pain of what happened to Washington earlier. Um, the Niners are giving six and a half right now against the Rams. I am so tempted to take the Rams here, but I don't want to do it. Bill, talk me out of it. Yeah, I'm not sure I can. I, I don't really love trusting either of these teams. The um, banged up too right now. Yeah, I... I, I think without last week, if you ignore last week, I might just take the Niners here and feel pretty good about it. Um, but but the, the Rams didn't look great either last week. I think I take the Niners. I, I think I like they're they're a much better team on paper. They played better most of the year. Uh, both they, teams, they had here. Every team has the oh man, you guys weren't very good this week game, and the Niners just had theirs. And yeah. they had it coming off of crazy game in Baltimore, crazy game in New Orleans. I think a lot of people took the Falcons because of this. But the Niners are going to be fine, and they're going to be fine Saturday. I think we saw that uh, it looked like the Rams had some things figured out, but probably not. Uh, we saw that the Cowboys just kind of really took it to them. I think the Niners do the same thing coming up on Saturday. Huge trap game. I can't believe I missed that. The public and the Sharps were on the Rams. I fell into that trap, too, I, I against the Cowboys. Did not, just couldn't see Minnesota. Like, what a trap game that was Sorry. for the Rams. Yeah. yeah. Minnesota Vikings watching this game closely. If this game uh, is a Rams loss or tie, the Vikings clinch a playoff spot. Yeah, yeah, I don't think you got to worry about that. <laughs> I fear the Rams. I, 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 I don't think the Vikings are going to lose out either. But I think that if you're wondering, hey, should I really play Dalvin Cook this week? If the Vikings have a clinch playoff spot coming up on Monday night, knowing full well that the Packers have to lose at home to Detroit next week for them to improve their seating. Mm-hmm. Maybe Dalvin Cook doesn't participate on Monday. That's uh, that, that's what I think is relevant here. Yeah. More of that boon. Yeah, I'm going to have some thoughts on the Lions going forward, but we'll wait till we talk about them. Uh, moving to the... Uh, Lions play Denver this week. Yeah, they do, <laughs> don't they? Uh, moving to the Sunday night games. Uh, first game of the 1 o'clock slate. The Jacksonville Jaguars are heading to the Atlanta Falcons. I'm looking at the board right now, and I believe that this is the least bet game on the board so far public not a lot of interest in this one and i don't think the sharps have a ton of interest uh which surprises me a little bit but uh i'm i'm every week i've mentioned this uh, one of the three teams they've been all over has been the jacksonville jaguars but they have been betting against uh the jacksonville jaguars who came through for vegas last week uh in against uh god who are they playing last week uh, Oakland. Oakland, right? Yeah, so oh, they ended that. They, yeah, they, they, they ended. Uh, yeah, the old Oakland Coliseum, man. Yeah, Too bad for those. Guys. Well, we all knew that the Oakland Coliseum would end with a Gardner Minshew comeback victory. We knew at the start of the season. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, it's true. Yeah, yeah. Falcons laying a full touchdown, you guys. Oh boy. Uh, I don't know. I, I have this as a stay away. I, I think I got my money in good with the Falcons last week, and I'm I'm not looking to give it back this week. So I have this game much like the much like apparently society. I have this game as a stay away. What do you think, Greg? 
Well, let me tell you this, and I know this is going to be controversial, mm. and I know that people are going to disagree with this, but I've got a rationale, and we'll, we'll get to it. Mm. Scott Hansen, wow, oh, Lord, do not show this game. Oh, an upset in Week 16, because yep. I, I got to say, I, I thought it was going to be, there are two other games. <laughs> yeah, there are two other games that I thought were obvious ones. I'll explain, I'll explain why it's not. Yeah, there are yeah. three other games I'll, I'm staring at right now that yeah. I, I thought would have been... Wow. On the list, wow. yeah. I'll, I'll, so here's why I think it's this one: a) these two teams piss me off. They should be better than they are. These yeah. two teams are terribly coached. They both have games this year where it looks like they've quit. I know Atlanta's been better lately. Um, if uh, if if the Falcons and Jaguars don't care who wins this game, why should I? Yeah. Whereas I think that like if you look at some of these other games, like the Dolphins, bless them, they're still trying. The, oh, the Bengals, God. I think, are trying for Andy Dalton. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 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 Giants and in Washington at least there's the the Eli factor there. I'm just yeah no I don't want to do I don't want anything to do with this game. Fair and like I said this uh, is the least bet. Oh, and if you're gonna say Panthers Colts, nah yeah. I was yeah. thinking about it but uh, I'll now think. it's here's why here's why Scott Hansen will show this game is because it's Week 16 and Julio Jones is one of these is on one of these teams. Yeah and there's it, probably people. Fantasy title is living and dying on Julio Jones. But doesn't didn't Julio Jones have like his first touchdown in like a month and a half or something last yeah. week? So yeah, they're not. Julio, but you're you're if if you made an immediate despite having Julio, you're still yeah. you're still there. Maybe you have Leonard Fournette and you're and you're in the title or something. So perhaps that's going to happen. It's Although there would be stuff. Kenyon Kenyon Drake was the guy you you wanted on your fantasy team to get you into the finals. Yeah, that's right. That yep. was the thing. If I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know if you're rocking Kenyon Drake. I don't know how deep you were going, but uh, there you go. Um, fantasy's weird. Uh, Falcons given seven. What do you think, uh, Bill? I, I got to take the points here because both of these teams uh, are capable of being garbage. Uh, so I, I'd rather have the buffer. I, I think the Jaguars could easily come out near and win this game, not because they're particularly good, but because Atlanta can really surprise you with how bad they can be. So mm-hmm. I, I'll take the points. Yeah, I think that was very sound. Uh, next up, the Baltimore Ravens are heading to Cleveland, and the Lamar Jackson tax this week, you guys, is costing you 10 points on the road. Oh, my God. I you, I stare at this, and it makes me so sad. It makes me so sad happy is what it does. Like, it makes me sad happy because I'm staring at this, the adages say take Cleveland. You look at Cleveland. I realize Freddie Kitchens and all that, but you look at the you look at the Browns on paper. They're not. They're decent. They beat Baltimore in Baltimore earlier this year. Destroyed them, and you've got Cleveland, a home dog, getting ten in a divisional matchup. Like, what am I supposed to do here? But well, you're you're supposed to take Cleveland. Oh, you're some guy. Yeah, but it's not it's not fun to have Cleveland with Baltimore just like and, and here's the here's the thing that with with Baltimore and I haven't really bet against them this year because I haven't felt the need to. But like if I was really wanting them to not win, some like a lot of the drives to have just seem so effortless. Like okay, Lamar ran one. Okay, there goes Ingram for eight, and then they throw one over the middle to Andrews, and then oh yeah, deep shot to Hollywood Brown, touchdown. Nobody's like getting I would not feel good about just oh. watching. Not only the fact that Baltimore scores every time, but it just feels like they don't even like they don't even. It just feels effortless so often. Like yeah, yeah, bang, yeah. bang, bang, bang. We're in the end zone. Like exactly. just I, I, I've I, seen countless. Oh, I'm not betting on this game. I, I've seen countless Ravens drives where they don't need a third down. Right. Yeah. 
They're playing. You know, the they I was like, oh, the Ravens. So the Ravens done. are the team that, that the, everyone's like, oh yeah, the Ravens are the advanced stat team, and they always go for it on fourth down. I'm like, where the fuck do they have fourth down? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the, what do they? What do they need fourth down yeah, for? Yeah, they're like, yeah they're playing they Canadian. Be, football they could be playing right CFL now. rules. Yeah, yeah, they're playing <laughs> like, Canadian football right now. They don't need a fourth down. It's it, but like man, I just I look at this. You're you're. You're supposed to hold your nose and, and take the Cleveland Browns. Yes. I, uh, like uh, I, I, I just, just I just like if you take. I, I understand you should, and I think people will, and that's fine. But if you take them, you're gonna feel really gross when it's the first. Like, Browns kick off, they go three and out, and Lamar just goes boom, 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 touchdown. Like, yeah. and you know that's how this game starts. Yeah. So, so my advice for this game is take the Browns and then just don't watch the game because it's only going to cause you pain. Like, just hope yeah, that there's like, a backdoor cover or something I would, at the like, end of the game. I, Denver hasn't played Baltimore since the Lamar Jackson thing happened. Mm-hmm. I, I would hate playing against, like, I, I, I mean, my, my team plays against Mahomes twice a year. Mm-hmm. But I would just hate playing. Like, it just, it just feels so bad all the time. Like, oh, he's about to do something. It doesn't. Like, oh, third and fourteen. Oh, here we go. Like, no, he's gonna scramble for twenty. Like, who cares whether third? And uh, not fun. Yeah, it's bad. Uh, Ravens laying ten on the road. What do you think, Bill? Yeah, you, you, you take the points, but you don't love it because. I see a million ways this game goes pretty terribly for Cleveland. So I, I take it's a better position. You take Cleveland because that's what you do here. Um, but I wouldn't want to watch this with money on Cleveland. That's for sure. Carolina Panthers hit to Indianapolis to take on the Colts. The Colts are laying six and a half. Kyle Allen benched for this game. Will Greer is in. Did either of you gentlemen know that you could place a bet on Will Greer over under starts? Zero and a half? Yes. That is a bet that existed at the beginning of the year was Will Greer starts over under and a half, over under 0.5. Former Florida Gator Will Greer. Yeah. Um, That seems like... Not a great bet. I mean, what are the mathematical? How often do you start a third-string quarterback? Almost. Well, now. here's here's why the bet existed. Mm-hmm. Will Greer was a pretty big name in college. He's a pretty big recruit. Uh, he put up a ton of numbers at West Virginia, playing in the Big Twelve, where every quarterback puts up numbers. Um, and when when Newton got banged up, so I, I suppose the thought my process might be, hey, they 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 may decide Kyle. Greer. That's exactly what they've done here. So let's see it. Yeah, I guess we'll see. I I have this game as a monstrous, monstrous stay away. Because um, I would want the Panthers here, but I've got a rookie quarterback making. I badly first. want the Panthers here. Yeah. It, I, I, I will tell you something. I kind of like Will Greer. Fair. I yeah, badly want the Panthers. Game. I badly want. I, I just, I just want the Panthers. I, I just think that yeah, the Colts, I think, pretty clearly based on what we saw in New Orleans the other night, like yeah. that was ugly. That was some ugly, ugly stuff from the Colts. And look, the Saints, really good team. Of course, they're a good team, but that's as good an offensive performance as I've seen. This the Saints against the Colts on Monday night, like maybe, maybe Baltimore against the Rams, the only comparable. But just they, like Breeze had one incompletion. Yeah, twenty nine of thirty. Yeah, he had one incompletion, and they scored on just about every drive they cared about. 
the only reason they didn't score uh, right before the half was because the, the clock was about to run out, so they kicked the field goal. But, geez, it was vicious. Yeah. Vicious what the Saints are with the Colts. I, I'm not saying that Will Greer is going to do that. But uh, I'll tell you that I, I just think that he's going to be good enough that uh, and the, the the Colts have looked bad enough. I want the points here. Give me the points. Yeah, uh, it, the only thing, the only hesitation I have is is guy making his first start on the road. That's it. Like mm-hmm. if if this was Kyle Allen, as bad as he's looked over the last few games, I would the Carolina would easily be one of my five. My just my hesitation is with the guy making yeah, his fair. first. Yeah, start I, I, I will tell you this. I don't. I, I have a great deal of confidence that Will Greer is like he's not going to play worse than Kyle Allen has been over the last month. Okay. He's going to be at that level or better. Is that, yeah, That's how yeah. I feel about him. The translation from college to pro isn't always that reliable. Hmm. Um, but I guess we'll see. I mean, you can be pretty good in college and bad in the pro. So what do you feel on this one, Bill, with the Panthers getting six and a half on the road? I feel like the next probably four games we can talk about, I'll just say I don't want to watch this, but... <laughs> um, I think it'll be exciting to see this guy, uh, but I think you got to take the points here because you don't know what you're going to get. You're a little bit safer if you have the points. I agree. Gentlemen, in the game of my am E versus sin, Cincinnati, sin, Cincinnati, Nat, Cincinnati, T, we must consider many things. The come on, wind, come on. Don't you realize this is costing money? The wind <laughs> is blowing from the west at six miles, miles per, per hour. hour. Knots. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my favorite football matchup of all time. The, the, the Simpsons Bowl, Miami versus Cincinnati. Um, Miami Dolphins. What can you say about the Miami Dolphins? Favored in a football game, you guys. Minus one right now. Um, I love the Dolphins. Give me the Dolphins. Yeah, they're they're going to be one of my five. I, 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 well, I've been with them all week. Or, I'm sorry, I've been with them for most of the year, I would say. And I, I think this is another spot with, with a team that you know is actually going to try and give a fuck at home. And that's where I am. Like, Miami, I, I guarantee you they're they're at least trying, if, if nothing else, for their own individual selfish contracts. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Cincinnati's just done. Yeah. Like, uh, like, I'm also playing for Andy a little bit, though. They looked, yeah. they looked pretty good against the Patriots last week. I think they're playing for Andy a little bit. Mm-hmm. So... I'm going to tell you right now, the Bengals are my shoe-in of the week. <laughs> really? You think? You, really? Pretty big shoe. That's a pretty big shoe. I, I mean, the <laughs> Dolphins are going to be my lock of the week, I think. <laughs> Miami. Oh, they, they both make a good case. Yeah. <laughs> my recommendation is to watch that episode of The Simpsons instead of this game. <laughs> Fair. That's a good call Fair by you. I might do, yeah, I might do I've got right Disney Plus. Like, yep. Log on to Disney Plus, baby, and watch Lisa the Great. I'm going to do that right after we finish this podcast. But, like, in all seriousness, I, I, I think the Dolphins, they're at home. Blind Forest has this team actually giving a fuck. The Bengals are worried about Joe Burrow. 
I've I, like I, I I do agree with Craig that that they do look like they they were at least given a bleep last week against uh, like for Dalton a little bit there over the last couple of weeks when he's been in. I don't think that'll help him this week because quite frankly I just don't think. Yeah. Uh, I mean they're obviously not good according to DVOA. These are easily the two worst teams in the league. Uh, I, I I just think the Dolphins and- have shown more propensity to actually do good and 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 just give a fuck. So I'm I'm gonna take the Fair. short home favorite. I will say this. Um, there was a significant portion of this year when we were convinced that the, this game is going to determine uh, who would pick first in the NFL draft. The True, Bengals, yeah. uh, the Bengals, uh, even if they lose this game, they're still in this game. Rather, they're still in the driver's seat. Yeah. So there's that part of this as well. Yeah. When, when, when it was like week three, we were like, oh, God, this game is going to be 0 and 15 versus 0 and 15 for the, for, you know, for the, uh, for the Burrow Bowl. Right. Like or, or at the time uh, it was the two yes Bowl. Right. Like, yeah. Well, as they should have just declared that a tie. They should have declared it a tie. Oh, uh, but nonetheless, it's not. Uh, both teams can win this game with uh, ease of conscience. That being said. If Miami were to win this football game, and you know what? They might. Mm-hmm. If Miami were to uh, win this football game, that could propel them in the NFL draft as low as sixth. Could you imagine the Dolphins picking sixth after all they did this year to be bad on purpose? Yeah, be all right. I'm, I'm, I'd... I mean, if they win, my God, are the Lions like close to pick? Would the Lions pick second if the Dolphins won this game? No, the Lions still pick third because the Giants and the Washington. Oh, wait. The Lions pick third unless oh, it's a tie between the Giants and Washington because they're playing this week. That's right because I'm big up. This is a big, actually a big week for the Lions here. In terms yeah, of, yeah, yeah. In terms you need to lose to Denver, hope wins, Miami yeah. wins, and yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Um, uh, Bill, do you have anything to add to this one gambling-wise? No, I, I, I think – Miami's I think they probably have more talent too so I'll, I'll take Miami but yeah no you don't want to watch this no something we definitely didn't think that we no, would have said at Simpsons. the beginning of the year Miami has more talent yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. what a world man what a, what a difference a few months makes I gotta tell you uh Pittsburgh Steelers they're headed to New York to take on the JETS 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 Duck Hodges getting three points on the road oh my god Jets oh you've gotta take the jets what do you think craig i'm not betting on the jets i've i've said this about this week you just have to take really bad teams (laughs) that's the only is the only problem like uh, i i I bet on the jets against uh cincinnati Mm -hmm. i bet on the jets against uh against miami they didn't cover i bet on the jet like just oh wait no no i bet on miami in that game nonetheless I've I've relied on the Jets a few times this year, thinking to myself, oh, against New England, the Monday night game, like they were they were they were getting two touchdowns at home. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. I knew at the end of the first quarter I was doomed. Uh, just I don't want to rely on the Jets ever again for anything. Fair. <laughs> I mean, Adams is questionable for this game, so that's actually pretty huge. That uh, that's pretty massive. Yeah. You know, that uh, that that actually is why this game is not one of my five is because uh, we have to make these bets now, and I'm not sure about. Uh, yeah, I, I'm well, not, Adams. yeah, I'm not just I'm just not sure about Adams. If he was in this game, I easily take the three point home dog. Because I mean, like, are we overthinking this? Like, is this one of those things where you don't look at the at the at the the team that they're playing and you just realize that Duck Hodges is getting three points on the road, and and it just whoever they're playing. Shouldn't yeah, be but isn't this a situation where you could see like Pittsburgh ten Jets three final? Like, isn't that like a th- Perhaps, th- on the yeah. table for this? 
Minka like, Fitzpatrick you know, is the is the is the long yeah. touchdown of the game, right? Yeah, like that is absolutely on the table. The under here, by the way, is another good one. It's thirty-eight and a half. I don't understand how it's not thirty-seven. Like, what 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 about the Jets? Feels like more points than uh, than Buffalo did last week. I guess I don't know, but uh, I like the under here too. Uh, Billy Jets uh, three-point home dog. What do you think? Yeah, I think you take the. Jets? Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not trusting Hodges on the road. I'll take the Jets here. Um, but yeah, you're not going to want to watch this one either. No, absolutely not. Nope, don't do it. Uh, next game and easily the marquee matchup of the one o'clock slate. I, I don't think. There's... Oh, this is incredible. Yeah, uh, the New Orleans Saints coming off a thorough drubbing of a different AFC South team on Monday in their own barn, head to Tennessee to take on another AFC South team. Uh, Tennessee Titans, same boat as the Jets. They are three-point home dogs, and I'm here to tell you that, uh, jokes aside, this is my lock of the week. I'm taking the Titans at home, who are a very good team, getting three against a team on short rest uh, that uh, hasn't played a football game in a couple of weeks because I'm not counting that Monday game as actually having played because that was uh, simply too easy. I think if you play with a high school team, I don't think that matters. Um, Saints giving three on the road against the Titans. What do you think, Craig? Yeah, I'm with you. I like to see. Um, this game is important for the Saints, to be clear. The Saints uh, still have a shot if they if they went out at uh, bye in the first round of the NFC playoffs and even home field in the first round of the NFC playoffs, uh, the Saints are going to be cheering hard, hard, hard for the Minnesota Vikings on Monday. Um, I, I, I just think that the, the Titans are going to be able to run the ball, control the clock a little bit. But one concern I have, and I think the Titans are generally well-coached team, and I like the way Tannehill's played this year. He had the one interception this game, but if you watch it, he, he hit the guy in the hands and the ball bounces up in the air and goes to a Houston player. Um, Tannehill, I think, has been great, even though they lost last week. The concern I have is this. Um, they let DeAndre Hopkins eviscerate them in the fourth yeah. quarter. And he like, hasn't been DeAndre Hopkins the entire year. but Yeah. Yeah. Oof, like, and I think that he hasn't been DeAndre Hopkins the entire year because Houston's been trying to like not overuse that. Yeah. Uh, save his body a little bit. Uh, save Deshaun's they, body too, not yeah. having to throw it as much. Yeah. Uh, but they needed him in that fourth quarter to uh, make a couple of big plays to win the Texans the game, and geez, did he ever make them? Mm-hmm. I'm just concerned that okay, if you can't figure out cover DeAndre Hopkins, can I count on you to figure out cover Michael Thomas? Like. This might be the one guy who's better than DeAndre Hopkins in the entire league. Yeah. Now he's coming to town. Um, but, yeah, I still I still like the Titans here. A.J. Brown reminds me so much of Andre Johnson. It is ridiculous. Where he is That's just, a good comparison for him. He is just getting... Just a the, strong, strong dude. Yeah, and, but yeah, also no, it's is a good like, comparison for him. Yeah, because it's not Calvin Johnson, because Calvin was... was, was like as talented as it was Calvin was also like really really tall and lanky right for for yep. a receiver but like Andre Johnson was the was was the same way where it was just they're just they're beefy receivers but they also yep. have that speed but they can truck yep. a guy as well right like oh and and, and AJ Brown and, and Bill can talk about this I talked about it a lot this year I loved them at Ole Miss I thought he was mm-hmm. just a fantastic guy to watch there like you know you had D, DK Metcalf and AJ Brown as your receiving core that's pretty good um you <laughs> know quarterback. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> problem is, problem is, you need someone to throw it to him. Uh, yeah. But uh, t- sadly, 2003 Eli Manning was unavailable. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, uh, it is uh, he's he's great, and and I hadn't thought about that Andre Johnson comparison, but that's a really good one. 
Yeah, that, that's, that's a very good one. Yeah, and that's just my, you know, the U coming out for me there. Mm-hmm. Where I was just like, God, he looks like Andre. Uh, Saints given three on the road. What do you think about this one, Bill? I kind of like the Saints. Uh, I I think, yeah, I think Tennessee, they're great at controlling the clock, but I think the Saints are going to be able to score, and I think Tennessee is going to have to score to keep up, and I don't like their ability to control the clock that much. If they get down by 10 in this game, and it becomes a Tannehill versus Drew Brees show, I really don't think Tannehill is going to win. Uh, I think New Orleans is going to score with enough regularity that Tennessee is going to have to abandon the run. And if they abandon the run, they are not going to win. So I, I like the Saints here. So we got a bit of a disagreement here. I like I, I like Tennessee. I think they're going to be one of my five. But, uh, I mean, fuck, the Saints are really freaking good, man. They just dissected the freaking Colts, man. That was bad. Now, the, like I said, the Colts have been injured, and they're, like, basically – they packed a, it. A, yeah, they've they packed yeah. it in, and they're fielding a high school team at this point. Last game of the one o'clock slate: the New York Giants. Eli Manning back at five hundred for his career. They head to Washington to take on the Washingtons. The Washingtons, short home favorite, minus two and a half. I, I feel like, because Washington is going to be one of my five. After what they did to me last week, I feel a little bit like Bob Barker in, in, in the one scene in Happy Gilmore where he's like, all right, Dwayne, nice and easy. That's <laughs> right? basically what I'm doing. And then watch him fumble it, and I'm just going to be like, that was not nice and easy. But, uh, I mean, Washington getting uh, two and a half as a short hope favorite against a team that yeah. sucks ass. So, uh Man, you gotta hold your nose and take the Washingtons, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna give Washington a, a, a chance to and totally redeem yourself right after that <laughs> after that nonsense. What do you think on this one, Bill? Washington short home favorite. I, I don't know. I, I think the Giants' offense hasn't looked that bad with Eli at the helm. I think Barkley's been able to move a little bit more. They should be able to move the ball in Washington. Um, I, I think I kind of like the Giants more, but not. Not a heck of a lot more. Um, I certainly have no interest in watching this to see if that pans out for me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot of great lines this week, but there's not a lot of great... No, you the one o'clock, yeah. the one o'clock yeah. window is limited to two things. One, Saints-Titans, that'll be fun. Two, yeah. when Baltimore has the ball. And that's yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> there's that's nothing a, else. <laughs> that's a great way of putting it. Uh, <laughs> Washington minus two and a half at home against the Giants. What do you think, Greg? Uh, um, I don't care. Washington, I guess. Yeah, all right. <laughs> but all right. I'm this game, and I don't care about this game. So I'm the only one excited for this one from a gambling standpoint. That's all right. Uh, next up, the Detroit Lions. Oh, this is the four o'clock slate, by the way. My boys, the Detroit Lions, who, as we mentioned, are are a notch or two away from potentially having the second overall pick. Um. Head to Denver to take on your boys, Craig. And we had to kind of pump the brakes on the old uh, Drew Locke thing a little bit there. So Conditions Locke, were bad. Even even Mahomes looked bad for most of last week's yeah. game. I just think it was one of those ones where you're just like, oh, all right, this is a write-off. But yeah. This is a weird thing for me, though. You're the Denver Broncos. If it snows a little bit, it shouldn't look like your team's playing in quicksand, you know? Yeah. I, I, you're the Denver Broncos. I just... I don't know. I'm just throwing that up. That was just bizarre to me because I had the Broncos on. on the, the whole game. the whole game was weird. Yeah. The whole game was. Yeah, 
maybe, so maybe just maybe Drew Lock just isn't good in the elements. Who knows? Uh, your boys are given six and a half against my Detroit Lions, who announced today that they are inexplicably bringing back Matt Patricia as head coach. Bob Quinn, I get bringing back him as the GM because I, I I can't really I don't really look at Bob Quinn other than the actual hiring of Matt Patricia. But you can, you know, trace that back to their Patriots lineage. So there's at least a bit of an excuse for me there. Um, and, and as far as, you know, the signings and the drafting, it's been okay. Everybody's been, like, basically any player of significance at this point for the Detroit Lions is now hurt. But I just, I don't know what else we need to see from Matt Patricia to suggest that he, um, that like, to tell us that he's simply not a head coach at the NFL level. Um, so I'm, Well, look at this way. He was, he was supposed to bring defense, and the defense is bad. Like, yeah. uh, it doesn't matter how, like, you know, Matt Stafford gets hurt. That's a bad break for the record, and I don't dispute that. But the defense is bad. Yeah. Like, why do you get to stay? What else, like, what else do you need to say? This yeah. is really bad. Yeah. And I, I guess the, the thought process is is everybody's been hurt this year for the Lions. Everybody's been in it's, and out. They've yeah. been consistent in terms of their talent. But, I mean, like, come on. <laughs> right? Like. Yeah. No, I, I, don't, I don't know why you keep them. I don't know why. I don't get it. Uh, Broncos minus six and a half. I, as a Lions fan, I have no no opinion on this game whatsoever. What do you think, Craig? Um, no, I think Denver's going to win this game by quite a bit. I think you, yeah. I mean, possibly. So maybe maybe take the six and a half. But uh, I don't know. Oh. Like if it snows. Like, uh, I just think that that was it was a uh, it was a it was a road game, tough environment. They got down early on just one of those. But it was it was an ugly game at, uh, for for Mahomes for a lot of it too. Um, I, I I I just think I think Denver wins this game. I think that Denver's going to score points in this game. Yeah, I I got I got nothing. This is the second this is the second lowest line of the week. Thirty eight and a half we got for this one, tied with Jet Steelers for God's sake. So uh, yeah. no, I love the over for this one. Do you now? Okay. Well, don't expect yeah, no, the I love the over. I think I, I think I think Denver's going to be able to take advantage of some things here in the in, in the Detroit secondary. I love the over. Mm. Yeah, it's not great uh, for for weather purposes because I know you're you're asking about that. Uh, it doesn't I don't it, 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 like cloudy and fourteen in Denver. So no snow then yeah. no snow. Yeah. So do that with Joel. Yeah, I, I'm just in full. Like I'm hoping we can get the second overall pick and get. Uh, yeah. God, who's oh, that you, guy? You, who's... you want you want the Broncos putting up thirty this week? Yeah. Who's the guy that's been leaving a trail of bodies? Uh, Chase Young. Chase Young. Thank you. Ooh, that'd be fun to have. Because uh, you know, Joe. Obviously, like the lines would have. Burrow goes Burrow, first. Right? I don't think I. I don't like. I still think the Tagovailoa goes in the top three. Yeah, despite the hip injury, I think I think he still goes in the top three. We'll see, but it'll I think that's what. See. Yeah, it'll be easier happens. to see once that. Yeah, because like, it, let's say the Lions fall to two, then a lot of people will will start. A lot of people are going to want that draft pick. Yeah, yeah, are going to want uh, either two or even three. Yeah, because maybe the Lions, if if Tua gets back, then the Lions could maybe trade back to three or something and still get still get Chase. Right, that'd be all right. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah there's all sorts of things. I'm sure they'll blow it. Uh, Broncos minus six and a half at home. What do you think, Bill? Uh, I think I take the points here. I don't. I don't see a lot of scoring in this game. I really don't. Um, I, I know Detroit's defense has looked bad, but Denver's offense has looked bad as well. So I, I think you get a fairly low scoring game, which means I'd rather have those points. But not passionate either way. All right. Uh, Oakland Raiders 
who unfortunately blew one in their final home game in Oakland before they become the Las Vegas Raiders. They head to L.A. to take on the Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers laying six? This was a little bizarre to me. Um, I think it opened up at five and a half, and then the Sharps were all over the Chargers at the five and a half, and now it's at six. Uh, I have no takes on this game, if I'm being honest. I, I have no interest. What do you think, Bill? You know what? The, the Chargers did not look great last week. The week before, I think they ended up looking pretty efficient. Um, I, I certainly don't think they're good enough to to lay that many points, so I, I, I take the Raiders here. Uh, one thing the Chargers have been able to do is, is move the ball with throwing to the running backs. Like, Eckler has racked up quite a few yards uh, I think they'll be successful there, but not enough to win by that many points. Give me the give me the Raiders and the points. Chargers laying six at home against the Raiders. What do you think, Craig? Raiders still alive for the playoffs, my friends. Yeah, this is all they need. Uh, people, you know, people. This this is all they need. People say, "Oh, the Raiders are doomed," but just these are the only things they need to make the playoffs. They have to win both their final two games. Pittsburgh has to lose both their final two games. The have to lose their final two games. The Colts have to win their final two games. The Browns have to lose one of their final two games, and Kansas City has to lo- uh, has to win rather against uh, against uh, whoever it is or play- uh, Chicago. Mm-hmm. They get that the Raiders are in the playoffs. <laughs> so like yeah. that's not over. It doesn't sound <laughs> impossible actually. Now that you're saying it, like, now that you're laying it out there, I'm like yeah, some of those things could happen. But, uh, well, the the, the Kansas game. City against Chicago one is really can't. City's probably going to beat Chicago, but it's like, oh yeah, you need that for the strength of victory tiebreaker. Yeah, like shut up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got to this. Doom. This game sucks, and I don't want to be part of it. Yeah, Chargers, I guess though. Picking one. Yeah, I don't know. I have I have no takes on this one and no desire to bet it. So uh, we're just going to move on to what I guess is the most interesting game of the Week 16 slate. The Dallas Cowboys head to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles with more or less the NFC East crown on the line. Cowboys laying two and a get half. The NFC East, really? Well, I think they, I think they put it on you, but you have to bend over and take a kick in the ass after you get this crown this year. Um, Cowboys laying two and a half on the road. Hmm. Um, man, the ebbs and flows of Cowboyville are are just ridiculous. It's something. It's something. I I can't imagine it because like. With the Cowboys, it's at least because like it's similar to the like it's unhealthy. First off, like let's say that as as to, to be a Cowboys fan, it is pretty much unhealthy all the time, because this every time you lose a game, it's fire everybody, uh, torch the world, mm-hmm. fire Jason Garrett, Jerry Jerry Jones. I can't wait till he's dead so that we can get somebody new to run this team. Blah 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 blah. And then the second they get a win, no matter how minute, it's like, Cowboys are going all the way, baby, right? And then there's just no stopping it. Can you imagine, Craig, if you cheered for a team that played, I don't know, once or twice a week, like every other day a week, and, uh, you know, they, they, they played like some sort of sport on ice. You know? And it was the most covered media team in the league. Yeah, I yeah. know. I couldn't imagine anything like that. Yeah, and then, but instead of it being a weekly thing where you could kind of forget about it, you know, from like Wednesday through Saturday, you know, like, 
I mean, I mean, if it was like that every two days for eight months, even, you know, right? Like, man, that'd be brutal. What would that be like? Well, <laughs> let me tell you this. When the Leafs were bad, yeah, my life was easier. Um, <laughs> they won tonight, so that's good. That's good. I know. Uh, I'm just what I'm trying to say is because I, I'm. Uh, it's, no, it's, I know, it's nuts. You're right. I'm you're, not you're a Leafs right. fan, but it's I'm just nuts. saying it's, there's healthier alternatives. You don't have to live and die by every loss in hockey. In football, it's a bit more justified because <laughs> there's only 16 damn games. But, you know, in hockey, it's, it's so I just went off on a tangent there because I'm just like, you don't have to live and die by every fucking game when you're the Leafs. It's hey, playoffs started today, the Leafs be in. Yeah, uh, uh, Cowboys laying two and a half on the road against the Eagles. The Eagles are just so fucking banged up. Uh, they, they squeaked one out against Washington, even though the score makes it look like they, they, they won easily. They certainly did not. Um, Cowboys minus two and a half. What do you think, Craig? I will take the Cowboys. Mm. They're just, they're, they're better. They're the players who run the field for Dallas are better than the players that be on the field for Philadelphia. I, I, I know I'm going to regret this, but I'm seeing the Cowboys this week. Mm. Billy. NFC East Super Bowl. Cowboys. <laughs> I, I think you've half. seen a fairly regular week in, week out. Like, I got a pretty good idea of what the Eagles are. The Cowboys have had some flashes of brilliance. And if you're ever going to pull that out, it, it's going to be this game. So I think the Cowboys come out and play really well. So I'll take the Cowboys. To be the ultimate Jason Garrett moment here is... They win this game. They're on the road week one, and they somehow pull off a an, an upset on the road in week one. Or, and he keeps playoffs. his job. And he keeps his job for for another few. You know, like they beat Seattle or somebody like that in in the uh, in the first round. Hopefully, Green Bay. That or he loses this game by a lot and gets tarted feathered on the star. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think it's entirely They possible. drag him back to dead. This game's not even in Philly. They let the Philadelphia They wait till the plane out. lands. There yeah. is seat 8F. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, let the, they let the Eagles fans throw batteries at him like he's fucking Santa Claus or something <laughs> like that. Right? Jeez. Oh, mercy. Um, Eagles uh, fan gets to the game. There's like a package waiting for him. Like, this is batteries for if the Cowboys lose. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. It's from Sir Gavin. Uh, yeah. <laughs> from Jerry J. From Jay Jones. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, uh. Oh, mercy. Uh, very interesting game. Biggest game of the week. Basically determining a playoff spot. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, I, 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 I think I'm going to go with you guys. I'm not going to bet on it, but just in terms of who I think to win the game, wins the game, I think the Cowboys probably pull it out and uh, get a little W there and get in the playoffs. Um, from a gambling perspective, I I just don't see the value in betting either one of these teams. Um, I mean, you're sp- I guess the home dog with the Eagles, but the Eagles are so banged up. So I I just just to stay away from me. We'll we'll, we'll move on. Um, the Arizona Cardinals are heading to Seattle to take on the Seahawks. The Seahawks are laying nine and a half. Um, divisional matchup. Backdoor potential for the Cardinals. I think I think the Cardinals might be one of my five. I think this line is too high. The Seahawks are just completely incapable of playing uh, playing non close games. games. Yeah. The, uh, now that said, cards on the table. I'm pretty sure the only non close game that they played this year was them blowing out the Cardinals. So there's that. <laughs> 
Uh, but but still, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with what I've what I what I know to be mostly true, and that is the Seahawks cannot win by more than <laughs> like more than a field goal most of the time. So I, I'm gonna take the Cardinals. I think they're gonna be one of my five. What do you think, Bill? I actually like the Cardinals as well here. Uh, I don't see really any way the Seahawks lose this game, uh, but I don't see them just being able to march down the field without Arizona being able to do a little bit as well. So I think you'll see some scoring in this game, but uh, when push comes to shove and they're going back and forth, you're going to love having those nine points. So, yeah, I'll take the Cardinals. Cardinals getting nine and a half on the road. What do you think, Craig? Uh, yeah, I want the Cardinals to as well. I think they're going to be one of my five. If uh, I don't think Arizona does win this game, but if you're a fan of the New Orleans Saints or the Green Bay Packers or the Minnesota Vikings, you'd think it was really you'd think it'd be a lot cooler if they did. Uh. <laughs> sure. Could Kyler Murray come up with a little rookie magic on the road? Oh. Yeah. Uh, Sunday nighter. Uh, God, Mitch Trubisky's got Mitch Trubisky's in a primetime game again. You guys. How does this yeah, happen? stop, stop this NFL. Uh, from what I understand, like uh, Fox and CBS each get like basically there's one time when you can like one time a year where uh, NBC can be like we're flexing this game out, and Fox and CBS each have one time per year when they say no, you're not. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would suspect that uh, the one time per year was burned on Dallas, Philadelphia. Yeah, uh, and I, I would say like even if they were gonna flex, uh, yeah, Dallas, Dallas, Philadelphia. Yeah, actually, you're right because they would flex in Dallas, Philadelphia, wouldn't they? Because that's for the division. Um, yeah. and even even like. Yeah, Trubisky sucks, but well, you, get, you get Mahomes, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, you, you, yeah, yeah. Like, what are you flexing in? Saints, Titans? Like, yeah, which would be okay, Saints, Titans, but like, yeah. yeah, yeah. But like, it's not because you can't, you can't flex the Saturday games. No, that, no, that's not allowed. So, if you're picking, if you're picking the Sunday night, you're like, maybe Bills, Patriots, but yeah, uh, yeah no, I, um, you're, you're, you're getting, you, you just take Patrick Mahomes and shut up. Exactly. Yeah, like if this was say Bears, uh, Bears Steelers, like that game happened a few weeks ago, I think. Uh, then you'd be like, oh please, give us Saints Titans for the love of God, right? Like, but uh, anyway, here we are. Uh, the Chiefs. Uh, this actually opened up at Chiefs minus four and a half uh, in the Vegas zone. It's Chiefs minus six now. So I believe that's a little bit of uh, public. It's actually public and shirt money coming in on the Chiefs. Um, I would imagine if this gets to six, sorry, it's at six. If this gets to seven is what I was going to say. You're, you're going to see some sharp money come back on the bears would, would be my guess. But as it sits right now, it's chiefs minus six. What do you think, Bill? I, I think I like the chiefs better here. I think the chiefs are creative enough on defense, that they're going to be able to make uh, Trubisky make some mistakes. Um, he dropped back, I think it was over 50 times last week and still only racked up 300 yards. He's, he's not good. Uh, I like the fact that he's playing, sorry to interrupt Bill. I like the fact that he's playing just well enough over the last few weeks that the bears might talk themselves into him for one more year. I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying that as a, as a guy who, uh, cheers for a, a crappy team, but like. Oh, it's even the NFC North. Yeah. In, the NFC in, that, North. in yeah. that division, though, I might add. I don't exactly. mind if they stick with Trubisky. Exactly, right? <laughs> I think he'll be playing from behind, and I really don't think he's the quarterback you want when you're behind. No. He's barely the quarterback you want when you're winning. <laughs> <laughs> Up seven? No, you don't want Trubisky then. No, no, no. He'll throw it away. Uh, Chiefs minus six on the road. What do you think, Craig? Chiefs. Yeah. 
Like, but I think they just go in there and score a bunch of points. Yeah, very rarely do I advocate for a uh, for a large home road favorite, but the Chiefs might be one of my five this week. Last up, Monday nighter, pretty good one. The Green Bay Fraudulents are heading in to Minnesota to take on your boys, Bill. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, this game is minus four and a half. Open up at Vikings minus four. Uh, Sharps all over Vikings minus four. Uh, it's minus four and a half now. Um, I think that their one team is clearly better than the other in this game, but uh, Kirk Cousins and those primetime numbers will uh, get bludgeoned over your head. He came through earlier this year uh, with a big primetime win, but that was his only one. Uh, your boys heading into or uh, taking on Green Bay. Uh, big moment here. What do you think, Bill? I absolutely think the Vikings win, but I will take Green Bay on the spread. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't see any way this game isn't close. The Vikings, it's been a long time since I've watched them march over the Packers. And the Vikings have been a better team for, I'd argue, a, a bit. Um, I know the record doesn't say as for, much. For, for, for weeks, Green Bay's been scraping by a couple of these, and the Vikings have had a tough schedule here, and they, they you know, they lost in Seattle. Like, if Green Bay is playing in Seattle right now, they're going to lose by more than the Vikings did. Uh, Adam Thielen's back. He had a couple of catches. They're kind of working him in slowly. I suspect they've been saving him for this game. Um, yeah, I think that said, if the Rams lose... Yeah. If the Rams lose on Saturday, like obviously Minnesota still has something to play for, but if the Rams lose on Saturday and the Vikings know they're in... Eh, I don't know. I, 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 I still the Vikings are a much better team, and I think the fact that Green Bay is going to have the tiebreaker after this is uh, uh, probably pretty frustrating for a lot of folks. But uh, yeah, next week is somebody bad. I know somebody. I didn't they're know the they're on the road in Detroit. Yeah, yeah. they get the Lions. So yeah, it's hard to hard to think that could be an L for Green Bay if they need to win it to keep the division. Yeah. Well, uh, Vikings think- under und- Vikings undefeated at home this season. Yeah. So there's that. Can the Lions? Oh God, I don't even want them to anymore because I got to think for draft picks. I was like, you're down to can the Lions clip Green Bay at home in a, in a in a Week 17 matchup? Um, hey, if 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 the Lions cost Green Bay a buy, you 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 take following a couple draft spots for it. That's true. I really would. <laughs> um, oh, fuck. That I mean, being said, I mean, though, you, you watch watch what happens. You cost the Packers a buy, and then they go into Dallas in round one and win by two scores. Two scores. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> fuck me. Like, uh, not... Yeah. Fuck me. Right. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, like, but I mean, like, man, I just that that Green Bay that game Detroit had in Green Bay earlier this year, where the refs just fucking managed to snatch it from the Lions. God. Yep. Still, still nope. in my craw. Uh, yeah. Um, from a gambling perspective, how do you feel about this one, Craig? Uh, I, th- I think the Vikings are better. I'll take the Vikings. Yeah, I, th- I think so too. I'm- I just think they're better, especially at home. I'm, I'm thinking the Vikings win this game by, uh, by a little bit here. Look, the Packers just they, they, they've been scraping by some, some lousy teams lately. The Vikings have had sort of uh, uh, tougher parts of the schedule here. Give me the, give me the Vikings. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so that's it for Week 16. We only got one more of these to go, you guys, before we get to the playoffs. Uh, Billy, you won last week, so why don't you go ahead and kick us off for week 16? Okay, I will take Dallas. I think they pull out all the stops, and I think we see them in the playoffs. I will take, I'll go against you guys and take Green Bay. I really think we're going to have a close game there. Hmm. Um, Happiness edge, eh, Bill? (laughs) I can't lose. (laughs) Um, I will take the... 
Saints. I, I don't like where Tennessee's going this week. I know you guys are thinking otherwise. I'll take the Chiefs. Okay. Last but not least, the offensive powerhouse over there in Miami. I'm willing to pop <laughs> up the points with Miami. Uh, I'm going to have a couple similar to you. I'm going to take Miami. I'm going to take the Chiefs as well. Um, I'm giving uh, Dwayne Haskins a chance to redeem himself. I'm, I'm taking Washington minus the two and a half. Uh, give me the Cardinals plus the nine and a half. And I'm going to fade Billy. I'm going to take the Titans plus three uh, heading into week 16. Craig, take us home for the week, good sir. All right. Well, I am going to take um, the Houston Texans. I am going to take. Um, yeah, um, uh, I'm going to take Carolina. Will, Will Greer. Here we go. All right. Uh, I, I'm going to take the Dallas Cowboys. I'm going to take Kansas City. Dallas, you said? Yep. And uh, my fifth game, I haven't done this all year, so we've picked 15 weeks. I've picked five games per week, so that's 75 games. I've already picked four, so that's 79 games. In my 80th pick of the season, give me the Denver Broncos. Oh, there you go. I think that's a good pick. I truly, truly do. We're going with some favorites this week. Uh, A lot of favorites from us, which you don't normally see. But uh, here we are. Uh, Crossover Podcast available at thecrossoverpodcast.com, facebook.com slash crossoverpodcast, and soundcloud.com slash crossoverpodcast. We're on iTunes. Please rate and subscribe. Five stars only. We are on Spotify and Google Play now. So uh, if you search for the uh, Crossover Podcast on either of those two uh, podcatchers, you will oh jesus excuse me you will find us and uh yeah please uh boost up our spotify numbers it'd be pretty cool because I, I saw a lot of people were posting like hey i listen to this type of crap on uh on spotify a lot this year it'd be real cool if we could do that we could get the crossover podcast up on that uh for next year um that'll be it for us for this week uh until the uh end of the week uh a couple days ago, we posted our uh, catch-up on The Mandalorian. So if you're looking for something on the other side, uh, Dave Freiberger and Rob Kaufflesh came on to talk to me about chapters 4 through 6 of The Mandalorian. So if you're a Star Wars fan, please check that out. And if you're a Star Wars fan, stay tuned because Rise of Skywalker comes out uh, this week. It's actually already premiered in, in certain parts of the world. Um, I would imagine uh, if you stay tuned, either Sunday or Monday, you will most likely get... Uh, the Rise of Skywalker review from us going forward. Uh, sometimes you just got to do what every podcast on the planet is going to do, and uh, every podcast on the planet will be discussing the Rise of Skywalker. So who are we to deny uh, deny our, our loyal listeners uh, our Rise of Skywalker opinions? I just... I just... I don't know. I, I just... It's going to be mediocre. That <laughs> would be my guess. It's just going to be yet another mediocre one on the pile. But let's wait and see. I'll be cautiously optimistic. Um, Craig Needles, Bill Needles, you guys will be back next week to discuss the final week of the regular season before we get to the playoffs. Uh, as always, it was great talking to you guys, and we'll talk to you next week on the Crossover Podcast.